Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Danny, help me out, man. My BH look bigger than your normal anus. Kind of looks like a woman's pussy, like pumped up. My problem is when it inflated, poofs get between my starfish cracks and they make it hard to get all the shit off my ass. Can you help? I can't help you. What the fuck is you talking about? It's like Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye right now while your mates do the yows. It's like Danny Brown show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's like Danny Brown show. Sit back, relax your eye right now while your mates do the yows. It's like Danny Brown show. We about to get live. Let's go. Yo, yo, what's up, though? It's the Danny Brown Show. Coming from YMA Studios in Austin, Texas. You already know. Yeah, man. Happy to be back fucking with y'all. I've been in the crib working, working like a motherfucker, man, trying to get this motherfucking album done. Thank you to all the motherfuckers. I mean, well, ain't no patience with no Danny Brown album. We know how long that shit gonna take. <laughs> if we want to be real. But yeah, man, I'm... I'm um, and ain't no use to be talking about I'm making progress. I mean, shit. I mean, I'm just at this point. Um, I just feel like you know it been sitting around for a minute, so it's just like anything else. It need a it need an update. You know what I'm saying? So I just been recording new songs for it, and maybe you know, maybe some stick, maybe something don't. But it's no use to just be sitting around and not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I have been um getting more and more um into you know producing and stuff, making my own beats and shit, just figuring it out. It's been a great time. I mean, I'm not saying you're going to hear any production by me anytime soon. I'm still, you know, getting my bearings or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Getting my shit tight. But, yeah, man, I've been having a good time, man. How you guys been? We got the booth boys in this motherfucker, man. Oh, we're doing great. What's up, man? Yeah, man. Yo. So, yeah, we'll jump right into it, man. Motherfuckers is coming in hot already, man. You already know if you want to um, get some advice, hit me up, man, at motherfucking Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Leave a voicemail, whatever, man. That's 512 522 9256. That's 512 522 9256. Yeah, man, hit me up. You know, send me, send your freestyles in, you know what I'm saying, weird web shit, whatever y'all want to do, man. Hit me up. But coming in first, we got Baby Mama's a How. Ask Danny. God damn. This sounds crazy right here. What's up, Danny? So my baby mama and I were together for years, but she always motherfucking cheating on me. I once caught in the crib with another nigga, and not to mention one guy shot and died in my little Honda Accord. I was tight. Hold up. You shot the nigga, or? No, I think he just said he got shot. So uh, she was driving your car and another nigga got shot in the car? I mean, regardless of what, the shit sounds insane right here. Once it was all settled a few years go by, she trying to make it work again for the baby. Now, I'm pretty much emotionally numb to her bullshit, but do you think it's worth trying to have a happy family for the baby? My son love his mama, but, with, but he with me every day, so honestly, we good without her. What should I do? Kane. My nigga, you is living a real-life BET movie right now. Like, you gonna end up, like, you know the end when it freeze, well, not the end, the beginning, when it freeze frame, like, I bet you wonder how I get here. That's gonna end up being you. 
if you don't get up out of this. I mean, I know you say you um, you know, love her mama and all that, but if you really love the baby, it obviously seems like this motherfucker is putting this motherfucker in danger. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Motherfucker shooting up Honda Accord. She got random niggas in the crib. I mean, you obviously need to get your baby up out of that kind of situation, man. That just doesn't seem real safe for you or your child. So I would say, yeah, man, you got to get rid of the bitch. I know that sound sound like crazy but yeah that sounds like some real hood shit going on man um for the most part i will say you know i mean if you love somebody it's hard to just you know give up on them especially when you got kids so it's just easy for me to say something like that you know ain't no telling the history y'all got in this and that so i mean she's trying to make it work for the baby and she turning a new leaf and you can obviously she, she's changing and becoming a better person then there's nothing you can do because that does you know a lot of people be living a fucking you know they be having second childhoods or some shit and but then when they do bring a child into this world, you know, and make them mature and grow up. So if that's what's happening with her, then obviously, yeah, you if you love her and you know you want to stick around with her and be with her, then yeah, I mean, it's probably you know she's changing for you and the kid. But if she's still on that bullshit and she got niggas that's doing all that type of crazy shit, yeah, man, you got to get up out of there, man. So yeah, came man, sorry, man. That's a that's a real sucky situation to be in, man. That sucks. So yeah, next up. Oh shit, y'all motherfuckers is going crazy today. We already got. Beefed up butthole. <laughs> um, that sounds like a prison meal. Danny, help me out, man. My BH look bigger than a new... Oh, shit. Matt, you freak... Ah, oh, man. My BH look bigger than your normal anus. Kind of looks like a woman's pussy, like, pumped up. My problem is when it inflated, poops get between my starfish cracks and it make it hard to get all the shit off my ass. Can you help? I can't help you. What the fuck is you talking about? This is not you. You're not asking me for advice right now, man. It's like you, you. We talked about this shit where we thought that you on some um pig shit, on some nasty um fetish. This some fetish shit. You just wanted to even see me answer this question, man. I feel like you really on some nasty degenerate bullshit right now, Matt. And yeah, um, no, man, I'm not talking about this. This is, I mean, you supposed to get enemas or some shit, ain't that right? Ain't that like a thing? You gotta get an enema where you get the the the, the squash squasher. You gotta squash that motherfucker, man. Spray that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And obviously bidets, man. You know what I'm saying? Bidets is a life changing shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember my first time I hit the bidet. I mean, you know, being in the hood, ain't you ain't like commonly coming across bidets. But obviously, I was um touring in Europe. I, I can't remember the actual place I was in, but they had a um bidet in a hotel room. I was like, oh shit, you know, they got one of them um them booty washers. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what this motherfucker hitting on. And then, you know what I'm saying, when I when I cut it on, it just was like pure ecstasy, man. I couldn't. I, <laughs> I was dripping off in the space. <laughs> I was late for my show and everything. I just came back. I, I couldn't even think straight while I was on stage. I just ran right back after the show, ran right back to the bidet, just cut that motherfucker on and put some soft music on. So, yeah, man. Um, so it sounds like you need to get a bidet. I did. I told you I wasn't gonna answer this shit, and I still gave you some good advice. It shows how good of a person I am. But yeah, the beefed up butthole. It might be a um, prostate problem though. You might need to go um, holler at Doctor Drew, cause that might be like a situation, or or unless you like abusing your shit, like you know what I'm saying. You one of them type of crazy motherfuckers, you know, putting things up there that shouldn't go up there. So yeah, Matt, you nasty. Get your life together, man. Why are you asking me that kind of shit, man? I ain't nothing I can do. All right, next up. Stress and depressed. Dear Danny, recently I've fallen into a funk where I sleep in, hitting the snooze every morning for hours and not doing much on my days off work. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the possibilities of what I could do in a day and end up doing nothing, or I feel like I have nothing to do in a day at all. 
What got young Danny Brown out of the bed in the morning or off the couch to record some amazing albums? What gets Danny Brown out of bed in the morning now after achieving so much success? I love your music and the pod. Thank you. Nigga, I was broke. That's what got me up out the bed back in the day, man. And I guess, you know, now, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a little more financially stable than I was back then. But shit, what gets me out, out the bed now? Because I have this opportunity now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, fuck, man, you know? I mean, I can't say, like, I'm a person that doesn't release music, obviously, a lot. And that's just because um, I really just take, I mean... I really just take my time. A lot of I know people here like um, taking your time, and it just sounds like some generic shit to say, but it's honest because there's been a lot of times where I've made music, and I really love this fucking song. Like I really love the song. It's the shit to me. And then let's say three or four months go by, and the song is some bullshit. You get what I'm saying? And sometimes I can make a song that I think fucking sucks in the beginning, and then I just whatever. I don't fuck with it. Then I go back and listen to it maybe six months later, and it's fucking amazing. So we got a lot of amazing records. Like we wouldn't have probably got Ain't It Funny. Like Ain't It Funny was one of those records that I recorded. And I was like, man, it's maybe too far out there. People probably wouldn't really even feel it. And I just ended up playing with somebody. And it was like, that's the craziest shit ever. And it gave me the confidence to play with other people. And I was starting to get the same reaction. So I would say, man, at the end of the day, I just really want to, you know, I mean, you only got one life to live, man. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I got the opportunity to do what I wanted to do with my life as far as career-wise. And I'm still getting crazy opportunities like me doing this podcasts and shit like that so yeah that's what get me out the bed that i have these opportunities and i should you know take advantage of them i will say in the past i probably didn't appreciate it as much as i do now so you know it's all a learning process but it's not like you got money nigga that's what that sound like to me like nigga you just chilling like you like nigga i don't really gotta do shit if i don't want to but if it's just i mean shit if you got money like that but you ain't gotta do shit ain't nothing wrong with being lazy shit but i mean at least get a hobby or something i mean you know ain't nothing wrong learn some archery or some shit like that you know what I'm saying? Go hunting or something, you know? You got, you know, but that's what it seemed like to me. Oh, but you said you're stressed and depressed too, though. And that could be a thing, because I will say, um, a lot of times when I'm in my funk, it's very hard to be creative. So, and I, and I told you, that's what, um, for the most part, that's what being a professional is all about. And anything that you do is being able to put your emotions and your feelings to the side and be able to do your job. So that's why I say a lot of times um, with me, I, I would say that uh, my hobby turned my job and I'm not, as much as professional as I should be, because if I'm down and I'm I'm not feeling too good, I'm not I'm not trying to go to the studio and make any music. So, I will say that's one of my faults. I wish I can be able to power through and like you know, and and really you know what I'm saying make music regardless of how I'm feeling. But I mean I can write during like tough times if I'm really feeling bad. Like cause it's almost like a therapy thing. But I don't know. Just actually just getting into the studio performing and shit. Cause I I, I get that. You know sometimes you just. Don't got it in you, you know? You just don't got it in you to fucking get out the bed, man. You just, everything's feel fucked up. But I also feel like that's um your mind, too. When you can fucking just sitting around too much, you just got too much time in your hands, you just start to think too much. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say it's always good to, like, just get a hobby or something like that. Just, you know, play video games or something, man. You got to get out your own world. You got to get out your own head. And that's what it is. Because I, sometimes I feel like we uh, we stress ourselves out with that. You know, have you ever like, I mean, I ain't I, like you can answer me back, motherfucker, but <laughs> but I've been in a situation where it's like everything's going so fucking good and you're like, uh, something's got to be bad lurking in the shadows because shit's just going too good. That's you freaking your own self out. You know what I'm saying? I learned that with myself every time that I start to think like that. I just really just got to change my whole. I already know that's me. That's my mind fucking with me and, and trying to make me get on some bullshit. So. I always just try to, you know, yeah, 
yeah, I just tried my best to just try to think happy thoughts, as dumb as that sounds. <laughs> started just start having a more positive outlook and just realized that's my fucking old Adderall fucked up ass brain fucking with me. So yeah. Next up, jerk off sedative. Howdy, Danny. I've been numb before bed since I can make white. Huh? Oh, oh, you nasty. <laughs> make white. Y'all niggas, man. Now it keeps me awake when it used to put me up. How do I change a lifelong habit? Keep that, bro. Nigga, you better stop. You got to stop jacking off, nigga. Go work out or something, man. There's other things you can do before bed that can make you sleepy. I know, you know, motherfuckers be like melatonin and all this shit. Because I'm one of those motherfuckers that um actually um suffer from, I mean, not, not from this actual shit, but I actually have a lot of trouble sleeping some time. And what I learned for me is that um I was eating too late. Just that alone, you know what I'm saying, changed the whole situation. So I try to eat my, my last meal a lot earlier than I used to because then I'm more active and I burn it off or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't know. And then it's just like working out. And then you got to like do shit. You got to like, um, you know, you got to turn it down when you're getting ready to go to bed. You got to like do cool shit. Like take a bath, motherfucker. Like relax. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like make sure the um, fucking the air condition is at a nice tempo. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the... Um, Cut the motherfucking TV off. Get off the phone for at least an hour before you try to go to bed and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Because sleep, I've learned, because um, I always thought you can just, as long as you get like six hours of sleep, that, that should be good enough. But um, they're starting to say we should at least be getting seven, at least seven to eight. And I've been trying to get seven. It's hard as fuck for me to get seven. I probably always sleep maybe like five and a half or some shit like that. But it was a time in my life where I was literally only getting four hours of sleep a night. And that was just because I was, you know, just going through a lot of depressed shit at the time. You know, just worried about, just worrying about shit. So, you know what I'm saying? That could be a thing. But yeah, you just sound like you just um, addicted to jacking off and you just need to join church. and get. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. You just need to have faith in something, man. You just need to put your faith into something else. That's all. You should be praying before sleep, nigga. Not jacking off, man. So yeah, that 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 would be something that would keep your ass up for sure. Cause cause if you think about it, nigga, that's all your um that's all your dead relatives cussing you out. You just don't, you know, you can't hear them so well. Like, nigga, why you always jacking off every night? If you just keep that in your head, like grandma watching me. I know that's all. <laughs> Cliche thing to think about. Cause I'll be like, I don't give a fuck, grandma. You gone. You gone already. <laughs> you gone already, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man. That is a thing, though, man. Y'all niggas get seven, eight, or y'all y'all fucking be doing this shit all day. Y'all motherfuckers be up all night. I usually get a decent amount. I'll stay up pretty late, but we usually start late here, so it evens out. Yeah. yeah. I don't get enough, I don't think. I don't like sleep that much. So. Really? Yeah, no, nah, it doesn't I was really. on that kind of shit, but I think that was just my Adderall phase. Maybe that's what And I will always just be staying up. I'll be just playing be making music and shit. Just doing normal shit. But now that I've been getting a nice night of sleep all the time, like a, I really see um, how much it, I mean, obviously that seems like no brainer, how, how better I am the next day. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how much I get sleep. I used to be a napping motherfucker. That was the way I got most of my sleep, I probably felt like. But I swear, it was a point in time in my life where every night when I was like really going through my craziest funk, I'd be going to, Probably going to bed every night like about 8 p.m. 
sleeping like eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12. I wake up at like midnight, one in the morning, stay up all night. Might catch a nap in the daytime. It was just real bad time. But I made some dope music during those times. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? You gotta go through. I mean, you go through pain, man, to get some joy, man. So I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't. I would say going through all that shit. It, I'm, I'm happy. I wouldn't have it no other way because it made me who I am today. I know as dumb as that shit. But okay, we jump to some would you rather. Would you rather? Would you rather bang your cousin and not a soul know the rest of your life unless you told them or not smash your cousin, but every person you meet for the rest of your life think that I'd rather them think that I smashed. What you mean, man? I'm not smashing my cousin. You crazy. This is not uh fucking inbred shit, man. Like that's fucked up, man. You can that shit could go bad. But yeah, I don't care what I'm not, see that's a See, this is a, it's a deeper question than what it sounds like because that's pretty much saying, do you care what people think about you? And I wouldn't give a fuck what you think about me if I know it ain't true. And I think that's the way a lot of people got to go about life. Once they can start, because even for you to answer, ask me this question, I feel like you a type of motherfucker, Travis. You the type of motherfuckers that care about what motherfuckers think about your ass and shit like that. So, yeah, man, just um, you got to stop caring about what people think, man. But yeah, I'm not smashing my cousin. I don't care how fine she is. Ain't nobody stupid. Nah, I'm it's a little, de- it goes a little deeper than that. Because let's just say if I go to the Philippines or something, and it's like a fifth generation. <laughs> it's go down the line or something. Like, does that really count? I mean, if it's like too far off the scale to, to I'm not saying I'm make a baby. I mean, all right, man, we done with this. We done with this. I mean, down south, they get it like that. They, they do shit like that, man. I mean, we always heard about shit like that. Like, you ever saw the, um, one of my favorite documentaries I ever saw in the world. Every time you know you have a girl come over um, Netflix and chill. All right, so my favorite movie I throw up, motherfucker, The Whites from West Virginia. Y'all ever seen this shit? Oh my God. Yeah. It's one of my favorite documentaries. The Whites of West Virginia, man, it's one of my favorite. Um, yeah, there they go. Oh, Sue Bob, all these motherfuckers. Yeah. It's one of my favorite documentaries, man. Um, I think it's produced by Johnny Knoxville, too. Yeah, yeah, it's produced by Johnny Knoxville. But yeah, if you ain't never seen this shit right here, I give it. On my Danny Brown review scale, this gets a 10 out of 10, man. It's one of my favorite documentaries I ever saw in my life. I ain't going to spoil it too much. But I will say, I mean, I, I, was, I brought the inbred shit up for a reason, man. So these motherfuckers got to be fucked up. Ain't no, ain't no if answer. But I mean, they never say it in this shit. They never say that. But look at Sue Bob. You can't tell me. Sue Bob. And then, oh, Sue Bob got locked up? What was that? That's Sue Bob's son. This nigga, oh, this nigga got a hell of a story. I ain't, I'm telling you, go ahead. Check this shit out. It's on Amazon, I think. But yeah, it's one of my favorite shits. And you will be like, damn, this nigga's to throw this shit on with bitches. Yeah, this is my favorite shit. I swear to God. I bet you, um, yeah, the whites of West Virginia, man. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, next up. <laughs> Would you rather have two wet socks for the rest of your life? A one pebble and a dominant shoe for the rest of your life. Keep feathering it, Danny. Um, Yeah, the one pebble. Because that pebble going to... Oh, did he say... Yeah, he just said it had to be in a dominant shoe. But that mean that pebble going to move around every day. It ain't like it's going to be... If not, the pebble is just stuck in one part of the foot. And you just had to walk on this pebble every day. Then that's a different question. But just a random pebble in your shoe. I mean, just bouncing. It might... Whenever I put, I mean, it might hurt one day. I might not feel it one day. So the pebble is kind of like a beat the case. How y'all be thinking of this shit come time, though? You know what I'm saying? Like a pebble in your shoe, like, how y'all be thinking of this shit? I mean, what you rather, man? You got you to put a nigga in a compromising situation. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like the whole game about would you rather. Because you like you got to make a motherfucker be like, it doesn't matter which way you go with this. It's both of them fucked up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times y'all motherfuckers be kind of, um, y'all be helping me out. Because it's like, no brainer to me. I take the one pebble. You going to walk around with wet socks for the rest of your life, nigga? You going to have fucking mildew. Uh, uh, your feet going to start growing trees or some extra shit. Your shit going to have mold on it. One thing I'm not fucking with is no fucked up feet, man. Like. I, that's one thing I really kind of, I'm not saying, like, I got to go get my feet done, man. That's some crazy shit. I saw, um, um, it was like a blog post, I think, man, that really what made me start getting to get my nails done is just um, NBA players. When you see NBA players' feet, and I know I'm not in the NBA, I'm not putting this much fucking, um, you know, wear and tear on my feet, but man, the, 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 the look, 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 that's look at LeBron shit. This nigga shit's fucked up. Shaq shit. You get what I'm saying? Look at these feet. This is what a basketball player shit is, man. <laughs> and once I saw this shit, I'm like, nah. I ain't going out like that, man. So I'm getting my shit. Anytime I start to see a little crackage, I start to see a little shit look fucked up. I got to go handle it. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, they getting their shit wrapped up extra tight every day to not fuck the hey, That's LeBron shit right there. Look at that shit just mashed together. Look like a nigga choked this shit. Just grabbed this shit like this. Like, bitch ass nigga, give me that foot. <laughs> like, they kidnapped him, was doing tor suicide torture shit to his feet. Like, nigga, give me that motherfucking foot. Shocking his shit, stabbing it with all kind of shit. Damn, look at that pinky toe. That motherfucker is throwing gang signs. It's And you know that shit hurt. Remember Shaq, he had like three, he had so many like toe surgery, big toe surgeries. And uh, Kevin Durant shit is next level. Because Kevin Durant don't put on lotion. Something about Kevin Durant and like just normal hygiene is just like he don't fuck with. Like he don't brush his hair. He don't put on no lotion. And then he just be like, I'm a hooper. That's why real hoopers don't supposed to care about that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Which I guess I, I get. Look at that one. Whose shit is that? Nigga. That shit look like uh, mummies. Like when they when they pulled the mummy when they found the, the tombs and shit when they cracked open the tombs. That's Evan Turner. Damn man, Evan Turner is light skin. Here's a uh, James Harden. Damn, James Harden got piggies. <laughs> um, this nigga got the ham hocks. This is Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Look at that nail. Look at that nail. This nigga look like blood don't even go through his feet right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, But they get paid all that. This is what they get the millions of dollars for. This is what the money, you know what I'm saying? This is what the payoff for. You get what I'm saying? Like any professional athlete, man, they doing, I feel like it's, it's, it's worth the money. You did this to your feet, man, and I mean, they got wear and tear. Look at motherfucking the way Kenny Smith walked. These motherfuckers do so much to their body for... You know what I'm saying? For the love of the game, man. So you can't do nothing but give props, man. Like, oh, I'm so happy, man, the Pistons. We did good in the draft. We got we got a couple good guys, man. We got um Jay Ivy, Jalen Duran. So, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I, hopefully I can be able to get back home and catch a few games. I used to be a season ticket holder since I moved to Austin. Yeah, Jay Ivy, man. Shouts out Jay Ivy, man. Gonna get so yeah. We starting to get a young core that's about to get to going, and you know, the Pistons, man. We got the um, Little Caesars Arena now, so we gotta fill some seats, man. I ain't saying we're gonna make the playoffs next year, but I feel like, you know, a few moves. I mean, I feel like we need some veteran presence. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing we missing now. 
is really somebody, a, 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 a veteran presence in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? And we'll be good. Sign Marvin Bagley back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we should be good, man. Spin a motherfucking wheel. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Cannibalism. Now I'm um 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 that one documentary. Remember when the nigga, the um journalist or some shit, he went over and tried to fuck with some motherfucker like native tribe motherfuckers and they ate his bitch ass. <laughs> I'm one of them type of niggas that's like that was that, that's what you get. Because if, if motherfuckers tell me they eating niggas, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, they eating niggas. Or they ain't like the motherfucking the African naked tribes and shit. But them motherfuckers was, was going to war and shit. And they fucking eating their victims and shit. They eating their heart and shit. Because they said it gave them more power and shit like that. Like, any nigga that's eating, like, eating other motherfuckers, man, that's next level shit. That's like you, I don't give, you, you to the, like, you hell on earth type shit. Like, you a real walking demon zombie, like. I don't give a fuck what you got going on in your life because I don't give a fuck, man. Ain't no seasoning in the world going to make an actual human taste good. Maybe I'm, 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 I'm thinking too far because, because um, you know, I mean, pork is good. I really do love bacon. And they say pigs, you know, pigs eat anything. They eating all type of fucked up shit and it becomes them when you eat it. And I feel like the pig is the most seasoned, it's the most seasoned meat naturally. You know what I'm saying? You normally got to season no pork like that. That motherfucker gonna still be a little. It's gonna got it like it got its own saltiness. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just thinking, what a nigga. You know what I'm saying? That been growing up eating KFC and you know what I'm saying? Mama's mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Laurie seasoning salt, Frank's hot sauce. Niggas might be tasty. <laughs> you just gotta fry them. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way. Like if you grill a nigga or boil them, nigga, like man, this shit kind of you know it's a little off. It's a little gamey. But if you defry some niggas, that shit might be fire. That shit probably pop up at the motherfucking uh, one of these Texas, Mexico state fairs or something. Niggas fried niggas. <laughs> Step right up. That shit be like pork rinds. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got to taste. I mean, I'm going too far. But hey, white people ain't going to be no season, though. White people is going to be the, um, if you can eat white people, you're going to be healthy. Or not. Or not. White people taste like aspartame. <laughs> it just tastes like artificial sugars. <laughs> I would think white people taste like aspartame, like stevia. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's a little sweet, but it ain't the real sugar though. Like, it's a little off. Like, if you don't like diet, if you don't like diet cokes, white niggas gonna be nasty to you. So, that's it. That's I guess that's about. I guess that's about white people shit. White people shit. <laughs> But cannibalism is fucked up, man. Cause what a drive a person to be like, and you gotta think they always they always talked about it, like you can go on the um, deep web or some shit, and you can buy you can buy some shit to eat or some shit like that, or or you can go watch one of them videos and shit and watch niggas eat. Or actually, they was like motherfuckers was going on sites like I want to be eaten and and hitting niggas up like let me show up to your shit and you can eat me and niggas can watch like that's like um yeah that's mental health. And that's like some shit that's like fuck some motherfuckers up. Like something happened. That's some trauma in life. Only Dr. Drew could figure that out, man. Shouts out Dr. Drew, man. That's that's cannibalism. That's a little too crazy for me, man. I like eating pussy. I mean, but <laughs> But I guess that don't count. But yeah, niggas will be tasty if you deep fry them. 
and white people taste like aspartame. So that's my um, that's my that's that's my that's my take on cannibalism. So uh, we got some freestyles. Let me hear you bust a freestyle. Okay, let's First see what we got. First one up here, we got posh. Posh. So yeah, go ahead. Tucking weight with white gold like it's the country that these fathers founded. Pennies and nickels is feeling shifty straight about the public housing. Have your house surrounded. Black ski masks like monsters shifting down the mountain. Yo, it ain't profounded. Clear the curtains. I could see your shadows lines. They barely mouthed it. Hitting two birds with one stone and send the grease to fund the countings. That's just how we counting. Spitting my residuals at faces while they busy getting mounted. Playboy, you're off your rocket if you don't control the business. Put some issues in the air and disappear just like the witness running games so long. I should be coaching fitness instead of worrying about this lyricism and paying bitches. It's all about the money talking so the talk is money. These people looking at me eerie because my walk is funny. Play beats and demolish tracks. They be trying to snatch a takeaway like I'm too busy trying to get their dollars back. Push your tilt up on the brim just like a starter cap and split your soul into it. Sell it off just when the market cap or collapses. You know it be too drastic if you're paying any attention. You know the wealth will never happen, but that won't stop me from grabbing. You could cut my arms off and best believe I find a way to grasp it. Words coming closer, but these balls are moving boulders. Bitch, I feel like I'm splitting bricks with plates up on my shoulders. They just trying to reach a test of roaster. I'm trying to reach me taking over. Not political, but best believe my views are case and closed up. Posh. Yeah, dope. I mean, I, I will say, man, you halfway there because I always say like the um, one thing about if it sounds good, I mean, you know, you halfway there and you have an amazing voice and um, a great flow. I mean, at the end of the day, the um, lyrics in you will actually, you know, be able to start shine after. Um, I don't know how long you've been rapping, but you sound great, man. Keep it up, man. That's dope. And you sound like you um, like you'll be good. I know it's like um, I hate to say like the Griselda type beats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those samples with uh, no drums and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I bet you you could kill some shit like that. So shout out to Posh, man. That was dope. That's what I'm saying, man. Sometimes niggas come through, and I feel like niggas be on some meme shit. Niggas be on some serious shit. So like I say, like when you got shit like this, man, um, you know, drop your um links and shit. I want to check out some more shit because I, I I'm pretty sure you probably sound dope on on beats and shit. So like I say, you halfway there. You halfway there. You know, once you get because like I say, um, yeah, man, you just got to get the um, you know. You gotta be you, man. I'm not saying you, you know, you're not. I'm just saying like, or like just totally distinct from anything else. And then it will be, it'll be crazy. You'll be crazy. Cause you got the voice and you got the flow. So once the lyrics catch up, everything else will be tight. All right, let's go. Next up, we got Ziggy B. What's good, Danny? What's up? I heard you was a battle rap fan. So my freestyle is going to be some battle rap shit. That's right. I'm Ziggy B. I just battled on URL. Okay. To get it right, he could spit. Plus, we got plenty deals. Spin a wheel. Yeah. Pills any type we could flip. I'm talking mollies, oxies, you know. White, White people, people shit. The pipe <laughs> lit. The booth boys I get a bounty. Slot on them and one accord. But for any, I'll need an Audi. The ratchet covered. The bitch is Saudi. I'll give them all clout. Man, I'll make Pazitsky piss with this shit that I draw out. But since your kid's allergic first, I'll let your dogs out. Yeah. Then make Christina pee with a Tom. It's your mom's house. <laughs> that was the best one we got so far, man. Shots out. What's this nigga name? Ziggy B. Ziggy B, man. Shots out. This is fire, man. I got to fuck with this nigga, man. I'm going to hit this nigga up, man. Dog. He said he battled on URL. I got to see some of your battles then. Did he leave his info and shit? I mean, Ziggy B on URL. I follow this nigga. He put his Twitter up there. 
Yeah, man. This, oh, man. He set the bar high with this shit. I ain't gonna lie. That was fire, dog. Shouts out to Ziggy B. Man, where did he say where he from? Oh, uh, no, no, we email. gonna check it out, man. Yeah. Dog, shouts out to Ziggy B, man. That was, that was dope, man. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed, man. God damn, man. There we go. Damn. That was fire. All right. Ziggy B came with some shit. Gave Tom and Christina bars. That's right. All right. God damn, man. I'm blown, I'm blown away by that shit, man. <laughs> I got to check your battles out, man. Shouts out Ziggy B, man. All right. All right. Next up we got. All right. We going to break out. Oh, shit. These motherfuckers want me to tell y'all niggas how to make these motherfucking ribs and shit. Lessons with Danny. But I told y'all, man. I ain't no grill master or nothing like that, man. That's my homie, man, J-U-S. Shouts out J-U-S. Don't fuck me, Corvette. You can go grab that shit on our streaming platforms, Bruce Brigade. But yeah, man, grill master. But I, I mean, I'm only I'm only good on a Traeger. Because you know you can set, you can watch the temperatures and shit. That's one thing I would say. Like, motherfuckers just cooking on old school grills with charcoal and shit. That's some real Flintstone, bam, bam, and ferret bullshit. Like, I can't do that, man. But with the Traeger and shit, you know, you just got to have that motherfucker set for 250. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get that motherfucker warmed up. And one thing about the Traeger, too, is it, it, the temperature, man. Sometimes you got to have that motherfucker lower or higher than it is, especially in Texas. It's hot as fuck out here. So sometimes you can put that shit on what it is, and that motherfucker be hotter than what it's supposed to be. So you got to be careful with that. But the main thing about ribs, man, that I I, I didn't know, and, and and I was fucking up ribs in the beginning, man, is you got to take that motherfucking membrane out, man. Motherfuckers got membrane in their ribs, man. That's disgusting, man. I didn't know you had to do that shit, man. And you burn the motherfucking membrane. That shit fat. That shit disgusting, man. You like, man, what's wrong with these ribs? So I'm pretty sure I had some membrane in ribs before I was making ribs and shit. But yeah, that's the number one thing, man. You got to get that motherfucking membrane off. You can watch a video on YouTube or some shit, figure out how to do that. But that's the number one thing, man. Get that motherfucking membrane off. Get that, you know, use your season of your choice, your rubs or whatever, get that going. You know what I'm saying? You want to throw it on a motherfucking Traeger or any, you know, pellet type grill. For um, At 250, I would say um, first you want to do that for about like two and a half hours. You know what I'm saying? You want to check it at your first, at your first hour, you want to spray a little I get some apple juice. I like to spray some apple juice on my shit. You know what I'm saying? She don't want the meat to dry out. So you got to let that motherfucker, you know, you got to wet cuz up. But after the first hour, and you don't want to keep opening up the grill too, because that'll be fucking dropping the temperature. You know what I'm saying? So you want to keep your shit, you know what I'm saying? So you want to just not fuck with it as much. You know what I'm saying? But after the first hour, yeah, spray that. Keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Let that shit sit in there for two and a half. And what you want to do, man, you want to get you some aluminum foil. You want to double that shit. You're going to put you down a strip of brown sugar. You're going to throw some butter on top of that brown sugar. And you're going to put you a nice little strip of honey on top of that brown sugar. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to motherfucking um, get you. You're going to throw some uh, little seasoning on there if you want to. You can add a little apple juice in there to make sure it stay wet. Grab the motherfucking rib out. And then you're going to double wrap that with the aluminum foil. You get what I'm saying? Then you're going to throw that back in there for two hours and don't touch it. Don't fuck with it. You get what I'm saying? Let the grill stay closed. And I swear to God, when you pull the motherfuckers out after two hours, the motherfucking bone falling off. You can't eat. That's the only problem that I really have, which lets me know today I was on Amazon. I was like, man, I got to get me a real official knife set, man. Like my knives ain't, I need a real butcher knife. Because every time I try to cut my ribs, they falling apart because they so motherfucking, they falling off the bone and shit. So yeah, that's my motherfucking recipe. One day I might give y'all niggas a video tutorial on that shit, man. Put y'all niggas up on game and shit. But yeah, like I say, I ain't shit. I don't know because one of the homies was like, yeah, you barbe are you cooking ribs and shit? I'm like, yeah, I got the trigger. Like, he ain't respected. 
because it was being on the trigger. But I, you eat my ribs, you're going to have to respect it. You know what I'm saying? What you think? What y'all think? Y'all had my ribs. What y'all think, man? They were amazing. They were, <laughs> they were so fucking good. They were fire. Yeah, you definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. I Actually, I just, what I did was, man, uh, you know, once I turned 40, I set a plan out for my life. I'm like, man, I'm at that age now where I got to start wearing sandals and I got to be good at ribs. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you can get respect in his weight in his age class. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nigga, you ain't if you ain't you got to pull your toes out and you got to drop some ribs. So I started watching a lot of YouTube videos. I fucked up so many ribs though. I told you I was cooking ribs every I've been cooking ribs every week for three months straight. And I fuck them up a lot. I still fuck them up a lot because I've learned like you really got to be on point with the measurements of the ingredients. You, you put too much brown sugar, the shit gonna be you're going to burn the shit quick. You get, The shit going to burn because the butter is going to be too much sugar over the butter. You put too much honey, that shit going to burn. You get what I'm saying? Then your ribs come out looking black and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be real careful with the... Um, I'm pretty sure, like I said, I learned, I learned from YouTube. Thank God for YouTube, man. Tutorials and everything. But I just, you know, I learned what worked for me and I um, add, added my own little flair and shit of how I was making shit and doing all that. So yeah. But yeah, that's my ribs right there, man. That's my recipe, man. We'll, we'll, we'll drop a um, video tutorial. I might write it out for y'all. Put it up somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we got some drip sets? Drip set. Yeah, so last week we did um, Paris Fashion Week. Here we have Milan Fashion Week. Milan, man. That's one place so. I do want to check out is Italy. I know I talked about how crazy they is in Paris. And motherfuckers say they just the same in Italy, but you never know, man. You got to go check places out. You got to have your own fucking judgment of it. So, yeah, man, I really want to go to Italy, man. For more than anything, man, Um, I mean, as bad as it is, man, I just want to go for the bread. I know Italy got the eel breads with the oils, like the eel charcuterie situations. Like, I want to go to Italy and see the charcuterie situations, if anything. You get what I'm saying? There's one thing about the pasta and the pizza, but I know the shark, it's the, it's the cheeses and the oils, you know what I'm saying? Little salamis and all that shit, man. I'm trying to hit Italy and see the charcuteries, you know what I'm saying? So that's what's up. Well, I've seen one of my favorite documentaries, I always watch documentaries, but y'all ever seen the one about the kids in Italy that was still in the trees so they can burn them? No, I haven't. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to type up to figure that out. But it, I think it was a Vice documentary or some shit. But it was about these kids that they stole these, they had like a traditional shit that they do. They would steal all the trees. And like, you know how they have like around Christmas time, had like big ass trees in the mall and shit, Christmas trees. They trying to steal all type of trees, just anywhere they can find a motherfucker got big ass trees and shit, stealing trees and shit. And they hiding them in like various places just to start a big ass bonfire. You know what I'm saying? So they can burn them up. Yeah, I don't know if this is none of Type Vice, maybe Vice will come up. Yeah, the fire games in Napoli. Napoli's Italy, right? Yep. Yeah, so if you ever, uh, is that how you pronounce it? Napoli? I, think, I think it's Napoli. Napoli. I'm ill with the words, man. Yeah, the, last week I said testosterone. <laughs> testosterone, yeah. Test, to testosterone. I didn't, and you know what? I was looking, and the motherfuckers kept me in the comments. I'm like, what did I say wrong? I didn't realize. <laughs> I took me a week to be like, oh, how you, it's, what is it? Testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> testosterone. Testosterone. I mean, that is me, man. I, I I see words the way I read. I mean, if you judge, if you go into my rap, my rap history, it's every album I definitely say a word so fucked up. But sometimes I do it to rhyme it with the other words, and it's kind of funny doing it. 
But yeah, if you never saw this shit, I'm always putting y'all niggas up on fire documentaries, man. But understanding the fire games of Napoleon, I mean, it's the fire games of Napoleon, yeah, it's a vice shit. But yeah, I, I really love this. I really loved it. This was great. That's because I, I, I seen myself as a kid. That's almost like some Kia boy shit. You know what I'm saying? In Italy, they own their Kia boy shit, but they just still in trees instead of cars. You know what I'm saying? Just to start a big ass fire. And it's almost like a ritual type of thing. I mean, I guess it's like camaraderie for them. These niggas is, they, 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 they running away from home just to be tree thieves, to start this one fire. And you the illest nigga if you still in the biggest trees. And they got gangs, they beef with each other because they have like stash spots. They have like a, a, a vacant apartment building or some shit or a vacant, just a vacant situation where they hide all their trees at until it's time to burn them. And they'll be beefing with other games where they be, they, they, they be stealing trees from each other. Nah, I know y'all, I mean, that's some crazy shit. They, they, they shooting each other, they stabbing each other over trees. So, shots out to Napoli. Is it Napoli? I think. Uh, Napoli. Ch Chad would Napoli. Uh, Napoli? Napoli. Napoli. Uh, we're yeah. both wrong. Napoli. I mean, that looked like Napoli to me. Some people say Naples, too. Naples. It, it's a dope, so if y'all never saw this. the same place? Yeah, but they're not, it, it's Napoli in Italy. Napoli. But, yeah. If y'all never saw that, check that shit out. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, first up, we got this dude with the duck sweater. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize it was ducks. For some reason, this nigga look like lamb chop to me. Y'all know lamb chop? Lamb chops play along? Yep. The puppet? This nigga look like lamb chop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what I see, the nigga, that's all I seen was Lamb Chops Play Along. Lamb Chops Play Along is one of the, they got one of the fire theme songs, too. I love Lamb Chop. But yeah, this nigga look like Lamb Chops Play Along. Is look that a good it. thing or a bad thing? It, it could be good for some people. It could be bad for others. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I like Lamb Chop. I thought Lamb Chop was dope. But yeah, he look like Lamb Chop with red hair. It's right. Prada. Yeah, you got Prada Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. That's comfy. I see it. Everybody's getting into the, the to the fully denim right now going mm -hmm. on. I was doing it a few years ago. <laughs> I mean, we do it all the time. That was one of my favorite looks in high school um, when guess, guess jean jacket combo. That shit was like one of the illest shits to ever, man. Guess jean jackets. They, they probably did the jean jackets the best. I don't know. They need to come back out with a retro series of guest jean jack because they had the best colorways and shit like you and then it was like different you know um i guess different markets you would get different colors because you can go like a yeah i just feel like they're not the same the guest jean jacket i just feel like they're not the same like a 90s you gotta get a 90s i'm gonna look up i'm gonna look for some everybody's into the to the to the to the retro levi's and all that shit right now it's dope though it's dope though. I can't lie. I'm, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. But yeah, man, I re I used to love guest jean jackets, man. Guest jean jackets, Levi jean jacket. I mean, you can't go wrong. I feel like this is a safe bet. Prada. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's an easy call. Good look. Beat the case. I mean, to be honest, man, when you're going to a fashion show, I feel like going to a fashion show, you shouldn't be too fashiony. You know, you should just wear something like subtle. To be comfortable, like, you know, wearing some shit. I mean, you're wearing some high-end shit just to let niggas know, you know, you can put that shit on too. But I'm not trying to outdress the, the models. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. Niggas want to get their pictures and shit, get their pictures and shit on the side. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm not about to wear some shit that look like I'm supposed to be on the runway too. I just want to be able to blend in and look cool and shit. So, 
That's why they won't invite my ass to shit. <laughs> I did a couple shows back in my skinny days. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was I I I will say, uh, models they got um they they got they got better um you know they just have they more mature than me. Cause when you backstage and you got to change your clothes, it's titties everywhere, and it's hard for me to not look. You know what I'm saying? You back there, you putting your shit on, they putting their shit on, and they just all in the open. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, damn. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry, I'm a man, I'm looking. Is that, is, can you get canceled for looking? You, you shouldn't be able to get canceled for looking. Only I think we get close. Only if they catch you. <laughs> I think we get close to being canceled for looking. I think we are too. Yeah, like, damn, you gave me them. Remember y'all seen that video about that bitch in the gym? Y'all ain't see this is a bitch. Well, I don't want to bring it up. Fuck that bitch. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's loving the Prada, huh? Yeah, so this is Prada too. He's got like a Prada wife beater on. I feel like this nigga is just staring into my soul right now. <laughs> like I can't, I mean, this is like, except what I'm talking about. Like, can he get canceled for looking at me like this? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you looking at me like that, man? You get what I'm saying? Like if the nigga, like if you were just talking to a nigga, he started looking at you like this, you'd be like, all right, man, you canceled. I got to cancel you because you're thinking some crazy thoughts right now. You don't look like you, you don't look like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you get fucked up. But yeah, I love this. This colorway is comfortable. The Prada wife beater though. This fire. This fire. I don't know if I can pull that. Is this a onesie? Yeah. That looks like a romper, no? Or is it a... Is that a dude romper? Is that a dude at all? I, I think know, that's a chick. I think oh, a yo, romper, hold up. You know I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm saying like, it's a nice outfit. I like it. But it goes back to my um, comfortability thing. You get what I'm saying? If I got to take a shit and I got to take all this off, man, I'm too old for that, man. Then you're sitting on the toilet looking butt naked with all your clothes hanging off at your knees, man. You know you, was, you, know you, was, um, you got sent to the slow class. If we walked in the bathroom and you, you know, type of nigga that pulled, that, that took their pants off to take a shit in, in elementary, or he pulled his pants all the way down when he at the urinal, and you walk in, everybody know that kid was slow. When you walked in the bathroom in elementary school and he got his whole booty cheeks out in front of the urinal, take a piss, like, nigga, you slow. So, yeah, I ain't wearing no outfits like this because, man, you drink too much coffee, man. It's going to be too much to get that motherfucker off. You know what I'm saying? That was very Jimi Hendrix, though. Yeah, um, yeah, just like some, um, <laughs> this looked like uh, one of my creative players or something, on um, Tony Hawk or something. Like, he just, like, he, like you go into the store with, 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 with his uh, microtransactions and he made this nigga, he ain't have enough money to really get what he wanted to wear, so he just was, like, getting the, the little shit that he can get. Like, Mom, can I use your car? I want to get, fuck it, I'm going to get the bandana on my neck. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he looked like a creative player on Skate 2 or some shit. So, yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> he plays in a band, I'm sure. This was fashion? I guess so, man. This nigga go to uni. That's what that is. But he might be a model with some shit. I mean, Italy, man, it's one of those places, man, I, I think, um... Like I've watched a um, few. Um, um, I, I liked one of my favorite shits when um, Anthony Bourdain. Have you ever watched his um, show when he went to Italy? I mean, when he go to Italy and shit, the motherfuckers that he hang with, and it'll show you that it's very um, 
you know, motherfuckers, they, they like, they like say what the fuck they want kind of shit. Like motherfuckers ain't going to spare their feelings. And, and I guess some of them Paris is like that too. Yeah. He went to his episode part of a parts unknown. He went, I can't remember. He probably had a few where he went to Italy and shit, but it, it was one where he went and it was like, he was just breaking down how motherfuckers in Italy and shit, how they don't hold their feelings when they talk to you and shit, how they going to say how they feel. And it's almost like a, um. It's almost like a a, a a a sign of like um love and shit. Like you know how motherfuckers say like tough love or something like that. Like a motherfucker only talk about talk to you like that if they care about you and shit like that. Talk to you like that if they care about you. Because other than that, uh, they ain't gonna fuck with you in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, maybe that's um. I'm not big on wine. Italy's like a big wine place too, right? Mm-hmm. All about yeah. the wine and shit. I will say France. I went to um one time um I went far up and like went, France got like ill like wine counties and shit or whatever the fuck. I went out there and um. Cause you just think Paris and the city shit, but France is kind of. I went. I don't know if it's big, but they got parts of where it's just like I wouldn't want to say like it feels country, like where you see goats and shit walking around and shit. But it was one of the most beautifulest places I've been to. I ain't gonna lie, that shit was tight. I mean, I wish I was into wine, but that shit make me goofy. You know what I'm saying? I like being. I like being truthful drunk. If I'm a drink, I want to be able to say what the fuck. I want to turn. I want to drink till I turn Italian. I guess that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I want to turn to tell you when I get drunk. You know what I'm saying? But wine and wine just makes me like goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, yeah, I'll be on some silly shit. But I always, I never really drank any like real expensive ass wine. So that's another thing too. I only drunk like wine or shit. And I guess I think about, because back in the day as a kid, the motherfuckers that drunk wine, it was like in Mad Dog 2020 or some weird Cisco or something. That's not wine. Yeah, they call them wine though. Them the niggas that used to be, which I don't see anymore. I remember back in Detroit, you could like walk down any random street and just see a motherfucker sleep on the ground. Like, ugh, drunk, sleep on the ground. I don't feel like that happens no more. You been to 6th Street? Sixth Street, uh, here, yeah. yeah, that's a thing. I mean, I know in Europe you'll see that a lot, but don't, it'd be like regular motherfuckers, though, in Helly Hansen jackets and shit, just sleep on the street after a couple of pints, oh, like, gotcha. fuck it, I just need to take a nap. But I'm talking about, like, real winos. Like, I don't think winos exist like that no more. Like, real just drunk motherfuckers, the, the motherfuckers that used to just hang out at the liquor store. I guess that's some black people shit. Because I don't know, because I feel like white people, they hang in bars and shit, but I'm saying the winos of the neighborhood, these niggas used to literally just stand out in front of the liquor store They'll beg you for quarter and shit, get another dollar so get them another bottle and shit. Every now and then you'll find him sleep in front of the stove. He might get beat up in front of the... He, oh, he's just always at the liquor store. But I feel like winos... Maybe winos died after crack. Maybe all the winos started smoking crack and then it just was cracking. But I do remember like growing up in the 80s and shit, it was like winos everywhere. Like you just be able to walk the streets like Detroit and just see a motherfucker just sleep on the ground. Like, damn, nigga, with a bottle in his hand. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, that's fucked up. All right, we got some more. Are we done with this shit? I will say, y'all niggas was in, um, I will say, um, they was kind of like dressed down on some comfortable shit. Motherfuckers in Italy must be robbing niggas. Yeah. They, if they still in Christmas trees, they had for sure steal your Rolex. So I wouldn't be walking around them motherfuckers. I wouldn't be walking around Italy with my best shit on either. I would try to blend in, if anything. I mean, I wouldn't say blend in, because obviously I wouldn't. But, you know, I, w- I, would mo- I wouldn't try to be out there like I'm rich i wouldn't be trying to look like i'm fucking rich and shit you know were you a big fan of anthony bourdain loved him i yeah. loved him i feel like i mean i watched his story and shit like you know just and i feel like i got a lot of similarities with him to be honest like i've seen myself i mean i'm can't i don't know i just feel like a lot of shit that he went through you know we had similar stories and some shit so i really did and when he i mean you know i don't really get too affected when the celebrities die and shit but him it, it came so much out of like blue out the blue like left field like, it really did kind of fuck with me. I was really kind of, like, bummed out 
about that shit. Because I was like, that's one person that I wish I really could have met. Just, I don't know. Just everything about him. The way he carried himself, his whole swag and shit. Like, you know, when niggas be like manly man, like man's man type shit. I, I look at him like, man, that nigga was like a real man type nigga. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, shouts out to Eddie Bourdain. Rest in peace, man. Really look up to him. Really like an influence and shit. Because I was, man, his show, man, was just so cool, man. Because it felt like he was genuinely, damn, that nigga was ripped. Anthony Bourdain was hitting the steroids, man. <laughs> that nigga wasn't natty. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain, was you natty or not, man? We got to figure it out. Because he was eating too good. That nigga didn't never slow up on the carbs. That nigga don't look like he was eating no carbs or drinking no wine right there. And that nigga was doing all the above. Just for him, like, you know, he, he's like fucked up, you know, with drug and shit and, uh, you know, and to become who he is. And then I love to see like the, um, the hero story arc. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where a young person like that, like, you know, going through so much, but then you see them living their best life by the time they get of, of age and shit. And I feel like he was not even close to being done with whatever he had to do, man. I, I forgot. How did he pass again? He committed suicide. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It I, is. I mean, it, it wasn't. Um, I seen um, it's a new documentary on HBO. Yeah. Roadrunner. Yeah. I didn't watch it, though. It's pretty good. I'm yeah, check it's really it out. cool. I'm ch- I just haven't been watching TV. I was late. I really haven't, man. So, um... Get up out, almost getting up out of here. Man, let's spin the wheel one more time. Spin the wheel. Then I'll talk about some some video game shit and we be out of here. But yeah, man. Shouts out Anthony Bourdain. Rest in peace, man. I love that nigga. I feel like no, nah, I was about to say some crazy shit. Cowboy hats. Cowboy hats are some fly shit, especially out here, man. I went um it's just fun. I actually love those stories, man. Um I call that motherfucker. I can't even fuck. It's slipping my fucking fucking head. Allen right boots? Not Allen Boots. It's called um, fuck. What's the name of the store I go to? I can't think of it. But whatever. But I actually love um. You wouldn't think, man, when you're going like in Cowboy Boots Cop. That shit's expensive, man. Like you can wear some bullshit. And that should be some bullshit. But when you go get like a nice Stetson and shit, which I need to get because I um last time I bought a cowboy hat, I had hair, so I can't even fit my shits no more. But yeah, man. Actually, uh, for some real shit, as far as being out here in Texas, you need that motherfucker, man. Niggas, what? I mean, for one thing, cowboy hat, I mean, fashion and all that shit, but I always talk about, man, you want to dress to be comfortable in life, man. You want to be comfortable in Texas, man, and be able to go out in these streets and, you know, not feel, get you a motherfucking cowboy hat, man. That's up. Who knew, man? I guess, I guess white niggas always knew. That shit's walking shade. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know that. That shit walking shades almost like man. It was like damn. It was like a reality hit, like 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 a rec- like a record, like you know what I'm saying, like a revelation or something. When I had when I first walked these streets, like because I was going out here raw dog. When I first got to Texas, I I ain't had no sunglasses. Then you know I got the crazy, you know I got the dreads and shit, man. Just walking around, walking around, man. Oh, 101 degrees and shit, man. You get fucked up quick out here, man. But then don't be out here trying to be like day drinking and shit like that, man. You be sweating like a pig, man. But you get you got to get you some nice pair of sunglasses and a motherfucking cowboy hat out here. I will say, if you want, especially going to hang out and um, like going to parks and shit, doing hiking trails or whatever the fuck, man. But I will say, man, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for the snow one bit. So, shouts out to Austin, Texas, man. And I'm um I'm um jump to some video. I'm just excited. Um, we getting back into the habit of um. You know, it's about that time where, um, you know, the seasons, all the all the sports seasons. You know, I'm a huge sport game. But, yeah, we got the new trailer for the new NBA 2K. Video game reviews. And they, um, 
announced Michael Jordan's back on the cover, and that's a big deal. To any motherfucking, we we two K twenty three now. Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. And I always say, man, so yeah, this is um third time actually on the cover, or fourth? Is it third or fourth? But I always say, man, I judge my life in two Ks. <laughs> Motherfuckers get birthdays. I judge my life. And I'll just be like, I'm so blessed to see another NBA 2K. I've been seeing them shits since they first dropped with Allen Iverson on the cover since Dreamcast. So this is my 23rd NBA 2K. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm staying in the house till it come out. I'm not doing nothing dumb. Because that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to see the next NBA 2K, too. especially Jordan on the cover. So I'm, I'm, walking, I'm walking these streets on the eggshells. I'm keeping it light. I ain't drinking. I ain't doing no weird shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, cause I got to see the next man. So shouts out to um, and you know we complaining. We already since the last shit y'all did to us, man. So I, I, I got a lot of shit that I want. I mean, I just want y'all to just maybe even the game out a little more. Last time you was able to just like, it wasn't even no motherfucking blow by no more. A nigga can just hold turbo and just run by a nigga, man. Niggas just sliding on defense. I mean, come on, man. Y'all got to fix that shit and just make it so like um. We don't have to spend that much. I mean, we at, it's bad enough we already use a microtransaction enough to, to get our stats up with our, our, our my player. We shouldn't have to, um, you know, spend so much time walking and riding skateboards and bicycling and all that dumb shit, man. Can we just get, like, quick travels to Nike stores and shit like that? Bad enough I'm spending my money to do this shit. A lot of times I, I, I play and, and, you know, I spend so much money. Like I say, every time the game come out, I at least been spending, like, $300 a year. After the fact of buying an actual game, just doing my career players. Because your first one, you always fuck up. And then you start going on YouTube and you start seeing other... Is DeRozan's going to be on the cover? Is that fake? I know I've seen um, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's going to be on the cover. So yeah, man. Um, I just want to say, NBA 2K, please don't let us down this time. And um, Yeah, man. We out of here, man. I love y'all motherfuckers, man. Y'all can um, send y'all motherfucking freestyles, advice, questions, all that shit. Hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Leave some motherfucking boy. Oh, wait, man, get no voicemails, huh? Niggas ain't been wanting to call me. Fuck y'all niggas then, man. Y'all figure out the number, man. That motherfucker on the previous episode, y'all ain't called me or nothing, man. How you ain't gonna hit your boy up, man? I thought y'all loved me, man. I love y'all niggas, man. So, yeah, man. Shouts out to everybody out there, man. Peace, love, and all that shit. Still a key and make that motherfucking shake and I'm about this motherfucker. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>